friends. Welcome to the Unlikely Mentors Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Mitzi. And each week, we'll share tidbits of wisdom we've learned through life and through our rather unusual friendship. Welcome to episode number 33. Hey, Mitz. Good morning. Today, we are going to talk about procrastination. We were going to talk about this last week, but you know. We just kept putting it off. (laughs) So procrastination is something that we probably have all dealt with and it can affect our lives negatively. And sometimes I would say some people are bigger procrastinators than others, but I think we've all done it at some time and, and maybe felt a little unhappy about it. And so the reason we are talking about this is because I came across a quote last week that I immediately, I saw it and I immediately screenshotted it and sent it to Mitzi and was like, I need your thoughts on this. And so on our next run, we talked about it and we're like, yeah, let's do an episode about it. Let's, let's talk more about it. So here's the quote. I'll give you the quote. Procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God owes you another opportunity to do what you had time to do. I'm going to say it again. Procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God owes you another opportunity to do what you had time to do. And I think the part that jumped out to me was the arrogant part, like being arrogant where God gives you this time and you're like, "Mm, I don't want this time. I'll take a different time. Right? Yes. Um, And so that really uh, struck a chord for sure. So Mitz, can you... Of course, I think we should define procrastination. Can you like get into a bit of what is procrastination actually? I would love to do that. You know how I like uh, defining things? Yeah. Okay, so procrastination is the action of delaying or postponing something that could or should be done immediately or in the very new, near future. It's putting an action off until later in order to avoid some kind of unpleasantness. And that can be a task, a conversation, a decision, an activity, anything that you might find not pleasant. And here's here's something that, this is a little thing, this is kind of like a decision um, that I'm putting off making. Um, I have to decide whether or not my extended family will gather for the holidays that mm. when we're recording right yeah. now, they are upcoming. Yeah. Um, we have a extended family of about 30, and we usually gather at my house. And we have the my mother and her five kids and spouses and their kids and grandkids and all the cousins. And there's some great cr- grandkids now and everybody... It's like just, it's fun chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And because of COVID, we are being told not to do that. And I totally get that. And I need to tell my family that we will not be gathering at my house. But Mm -hmm. I don't want to tell them that because I want to do it. I know they want to come here. And I keep putting it off because it's icky. Yeah. And so as as we were talking about this procrastination, I realized <laughs> I need to make that decision in my head right now. Yeah. And of course, Dave and I have talked about it. And right. I need to let them know. And I'm going to do that by five o'clock this evening. <gasps> okay. Oh, my goodness. Mitz. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, because it sounds like you actually have made the decision already, even though you don't like the outcome. Of course, right. none of us do. Yeah. But yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So, <clears throat> so it's procrastination is an avoidance tactic mm-hmm. to keep yourself from doing that something that you don't really want to do. And I just want to put in here um, a shout out to those of you who are perfectionists. You have an even more difficult time with procrastination because perfectionists tend to want things to be done really excellently. And that makes a task even more daunting. Sure. I I use this example in a couple of podcasts, um, like cleaning the toilet. Yeah. So if I have to clean the toilet and I have to gather up the toothbrush, the um, the bleach, the cleaning solution, the rag, the brush, get my rubber yeah. gloves on, that's like a big that's job. A and yeah. if I can only clean the toilet in an excellent fashion, I'm not going to do it very often because that seems hard. Right. But because right. I'm not a perfectionist... I can say, hey, I'm going to do this quick, good enough job, and I like it's going to take me three minutes, throw the stuff in there, swish it around, flush yeah. toilet, done. So when you are a perfectionist about things, you have a much harder time getting started. But we're going to go into a little bit that's more detail later. Well, and that's interesting because the directions on the toilet bowl cleaner say it has to sit for 15 minutes. Yeah. So not only are you not being a perfectionist, but you're breaking the rules I of know. how you're supposed to clean mitts. That like gives me a little anxiety I about know. that. Well, oh, you man. have more of those tendencies than I do. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, eh, they don't really know what they're talking about. Which is why my toilet is actually never clean or why I hired a house cleaner to <laughs> help yeah. me. Good job. You know how to get it done. That's right. So... Kals and listeners, I think we all agree that procrastination is a bad thing, but Mm -hmm. come on, why is it so bad? As long as I'm going to get it done sometime, what's so bad about procrastination? Can you talk about that, Kals? Why not later? Yeah. So there's some research out there about procrastination, actually, and the research shows that about 20% of our population are chronic procrastinators, like uh, do procrastinate often. And what they've actually found is that when you procrastinate, it causes more stress in your life. You are more likely to feel overwhelmed by tasks um, and actually can lead to some depression too if you're not feeling like you're getting things done and, and getting that reward back from like completing a task. And so You know, they've shown that students get lower grades, those who usually procrastinate or workers have lower quality work. Um, And you just, I mean, it can even lead to like insomnia or like immune system disturbances, which is crazy. Like you do not think that, okay, I'll just do this tomorrow could cause all of those huge negative things in, in your life. And so like, it seems like no big deal to just put off something that's unpleasant and yet your future self is paying the price for that, right? Like you're going to be more stressed. You're not going to enjoy your life as much Mm -hmm. um, as you would if you just like got it over with, right? Because, and I think part of that maybe, I don't know, I didn't do this research, but like maybe part of this is that when you get that unpleasant thing out of the way, you get to go on to things you enjoy, And it's not looming anymore. You know that looming feeling, right? Like, I know I should be doing this. If you just get it done, that's like relief. Yeah. Does that that make sense? That makes a lot of sense to me. 
And, I mean, we talked about habits on a previous episode, but procrastination can become a habit Mm. as well as getting things done when they need to get done becomes a Mm -hmm. habit. So you're right. Kind of all is intertwined, isn't it? Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And I kind of always knew that about procrastination, but I've never really examined it or thought much about it until you and I started talking about it. Um, So let's get a little practical here. Kels, tell us about some of the things that we talked about yesterday that you've procrastinated about and how that affected you. Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking back right now in my life, I don't have a ton of time to procrastinate. Although, you know, it's midterm break as we're recording this, it's midterm break for my master's classes. And so I don't have technically anything due, but I have a group project that we're going to meet about on Wednesday. And I need to have like my three pages written of this paper. And I have done the research on it. I just have to write it. And I, but this weekend I haven't been doing it because I know it's not really due. So Mm -hmm. I actually am procrastinating with like the little free time that I have, but I don't, I don't actually know. I think there's, it's a fine line because first of all, this weekend I have said, I'm going to spend more time with my family and I'm going to be fully present because most weekends I'm in my, you know, reading scientific papers all the time. And so I don't think that me not writing this paper is always bad. Does that make sense? Right. Like, because y- you said instead you're going to be spending more time with your family. And if I'm intentional about that and I say, okay, well, I think what I w- need to do is I need to set a time when I am going to write that paper so that mm-hmm. I don't, so it's not always looming. It is set in its place, you know, wh- and whether that's at seven o'clock tonight, I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to write my part so that I don't get to Wednesday and like have a meeting in an hour and I'm frantically writing it. I think that's what I did in college a lot with homework or whatever. Like I chose to hang out with friends way more than writing my papers. Mm -hmm. And I think I probably ended up getting a fine grade. So there wasn't like a tangible, but that stress and that feeling, isn't that what college is, right? Like always feeling like you have so much to do. And yeah, so now that my life is a little busier, it looks different. Um, But there are definitely still things that I put off doing. Yeah, Kelsey, you mentioned something, speaking of that, you mentioned something about Parkinson's law. Can you tell us what that is? Because it really applies to what you're saying right now. And I didn't even know the name of it until today when I was getting ready for this. So it's it's this idea, and we were talking about this um, on a run. I don't even remember the exact topic we were talking about, but the fact that your tasks in life will expand to fill your available time. So if I have a half hour to write a paper, I will get it done in that half hour because I'm going to be working so hard on it, right? I'm going to be uber focused. My phone's going to be off because I know I have to work on it. If I have two days to write a paper, it could take me two days, right? And I, because I might get distracted more and have, you know, this and that come up. And so if you have more time, you'll take more time. And I find this even like in the summer working out versus school year working out. When I work out in the school year, I've got 45 minutes and I work out for 45 minutes. When I work out in the summer, I go for a run and then I walk for a while and I like my workout ends up taking an hour and a half or two hours. (laughs) 
<laughs> because it's filled the because I have more time and I'm not in a rush and I you know and again I don't think that's necessarily bad because maybe I'm enjoying my workout more when it can fill the time mm-hmm. um, but it's just something to think about and maybe like create those artificial deadlines so. If I need my pay, I know my paper isn't due until Wednesday, but I need it done tonight. So I'm going to get this done and put it in its place tonight so I can get it off of my plate. Does that make sense, Mitz? That makes a lot of sense. I love that. And I uh, personally understand that because now that I'm retired, I don't have just two hours and 15 minutes to clean the house every week. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. have hundreds of hours. <laughs> And so I I used to clean the house every week like clockwork completely and be done. And there was no question about that. But now I can do it whenever I want. And sometimes I don't do it every week. Sometimes I do it every 10 days or whatever. Interesting. We don't have a lot of people in our house now, so it stays pretty neat. But yeah, Yeah. I expand the task to fill that huge amount of time that I have. Uh-huh. I think we all do. Yeah. So, Mitz, talking about procrastination, you found this formula that helps us understand. Can explain to us of this? I mean, we're getting a little mathy here. What is the formula that explains procrastination? Yeah, good. Yeah, so I um, found this guy, and he's a doctor, and he actually has a, a YouTube channel for medical students, helping them learn how to get through med school, how to have good study habits, how to avoid things like procrastination, talks about self-discipline and all kinds of things. And so he did an episode on procrastination. And so here's, here's the formula that he presented. It's not actually his formula, but he borrowed it from somebody. And by the way, mm-hmm. the YouTube channel is called Med School Insiders. And it, it mm-hmm. is written for med students, but it applies to all of us. Yeah, um, sure. So he talked about this formula, and the formula starts with motivation, which he says is the opposite of procrastination, which makes sense. Mm. If, okay. if you are motivated to do something for whatever reason, you are not going to procrastinate. So he's kind of starting from the opposite end. So here's what he says. Motivation equals expectancy times value divided by impulsiveness times delay. So if you're a math whiz, that probably makes complete sense to you, except for maybe the explanation of those terms. But um, Mm -hmm. to the rest of us, we kind of need a little more explanation. Will you say it it one more time for us? Motivation equals expectancy times value divided by impulsiveness times delay. And I like to use the word distraction instead of impulsiveness because that makes more sense to me. So here's what that means. There are two factors that increase your motivation and two factors that decrease your motivations. The two factors on top of the equation are expectancy and value. And Mm -hmm. here's what he means by expectancy. Expectancy is your expectation that you are actually going to achieve this task. For example, I say, oh man, I want to get fit. I want to start exercising. I'm going to run a marathon. When I think about that, if I'm a non-exerciser, 
the uh, possibility of me actually achieving that goal are a lot slimmer than if I said, you know what, I am going to start walking and then my goal is to run a mile straight through without stopping. Mm -hmm. So the expectancy of running the mile is much more possible and attainable than running that marathon. So I have to make sure that that task is something that I expect to achieve. Interesting. So if I really do want to run a marathon sometime, I have to break it down into uh, bite-sized chunks so that I can Mm -hmm. achieve each of those chunks. So maybe it's walking, Mm -hmm. then running a mile, then working up to a 5K so that I can um, run in a race, and then continuing on. Yeah. So increase your expectancy with whatever method works for you. Okay. And then the other part is the value. What you want to do is add the value or the reward that is most pleasurable for you. For example... Mm -hmm. If I have to study for a test, um, I don't want to study. It's a topic that I'm not really that interested in. What I'm going to do is first I'm going to break it down into chunks, like half-hour chunks. And I'll, I'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a little bit. But maybe I will say, okay, I'm going to do it in this really pleasant place. Like I'm going to do it at a coffee shop or mm, I'm going yeah. to have a snack for myself while I'm studying, or I'm going to be listening to my favorite study music. I'm going to make the experience as pleasurable as I can. Mm-hmm. And then also, so that's added value, I'm also going to make the reward something that matters to me. So the reward might be, after I achieve this goal, I get to go hang out with my friends. After I achieve this goal... I get to go out to dinner, or I get to go Mm -hmm. play a video game, or whatever is a reward to you, so that when you're going to do something that's unpleasant, you want to add a greater reward Mm -hmm. and make it possible that it's easily achievable for you. I love that. If all you know are those two things your uh, chances of procrastinating are really reduced. But then the other... Because you've already, you've yeah. already increased your motivation yeah, with that. exactly. Just those two things. Okay, but there's two things we could also lower in order to increase yeah. our motivation. And that's the distractions, which he calls impulsiveness, and the delay. Okay. So um, the distractions are, okay, I have to sit down and write this letter of recommendation. I need to put my phone away... I need to, for me, turn off any music because I don't concentrate well with any kind of noise. I need to go to a place where people aren't going to be coming in and out to disturb me. Um, So I set myself up for success by reducing distractibility. And then the other piece is the delay. I need to set it up so that the reward I'm getting is more immediate than long-term. For Mm -hmm. example, a teenager in a bedroom, I might say, okay, child, here's $20. This is the reward. If you clean your room in one hour, I will give you this $20 bill in a year. 
Well, that <laughs> delay is way yeah, too far no. out there, especially right. for a teenager. But if right. I say, hey, teenager, if you clean your room in an hour, I am going to hand over this $20 bill right away and you can go do whatever you want with it. I would clean my room. I know. Well, I would too. If Dave gave me 20 <laughs> yeah, bucks, I'd do it like right now. Easy. So that idea of a um, shortening the delay to get the reward mm-hmm. also increases your motivation and decreases yeah. the possibility of procrastination. Oh, um, I love that. Interesting. And, and so that's kind of technical, but really when you look at motivation and procrastination, that's uh, yeah. That's really how it works. And one other thing I learned, which I thought, wait, is this really a thing? So there's something called the Pomodora technique, and it's okay. it's really so simple. But this is a big thing. It's even it's online everywhere. With regards to making something achievable, you know, the expectancy of actually yeah. achieving. Yeah. What you do is you take you get a clock. And the guy who invented this in the 80s had a clock that looked like a tomato. And and I, I think in Italian, tomato is pomodoro. So anyway, this is the pomodoro oh, technique. Oh, that's funny. Okay, sure. You set your clock for 25 minutes. You work for 25 minutes. You take a five-minute break. You work for 25 minutes. And for some reason, this you do that four times, which is okay. two hours. And I don't know what's magic about the two hours. But what you've done is broken the task down into achievable chunks. Hmm. Then you have to add the reward. And maybe the reward is just the five-minute break. And the reward is not a week down the road when you've done your test. It's like, hey, in 25 minutes, I get some kind of a reward that I'm going to create Hmm. for myself. I like that. So, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So, Kelsey, let's get... um, down to the nitty gritty, and let's try to apply this formula to something that you, even though you don't have a lot of time to procrastinate about anything these days. Still am. Yeah. So can you talk about something and we'll walk it through? Yeah. We, we, she, Mitzi posed this question to me on a run yesterday. And the first thing that came to mind was cleaning of our guest bedroom. So there's a few things. Our guest bedroom right now has a lot of boxes in it because Lainey, my one-year-old, is sleeping in what will be our storage room. But it just has to do with, like, where the rooms are. Our guest bedroom is downstairs. The storage room is upstairs. So we want her by us, by our bedroom. Anyways, so we can't put all those boxes up there. But right now, it is a disaster. It's not only boxes, but, like, we've tried to get in the boxes and then not put things back in the boxes. So, like, there is a bed in there, but it's completely covered and it's a mess. And... As we're talking about Christmas, one of the ideas we've had is to have, like, my parents and brother come here. And if that happens, we need that guest bedroom to be at least, like, livable. You know, it can have some boxes in it, but it needs to be livable in there. And so I am thinking about this formula of, okay, how can I increase my motivation to do this? So... A couple things, and we kind of talked about this, Mitz, but like, okay, expectancy. So maybe instead of trying to clean the whole room, my first goal is to clean off just the bed, Mm. right? Or just the closet to break it down to something I feel like is attainable. Just a small chunk. Yep. And then the value, I think, you know, it's been like this for almost a year. It's been a mess. And so 
why haven't I done it before? Well, there hasn't been a value. But now that the value would be my family can come spend Christmas with us, that has already increased the value mm-hmm. a lot for sure. Um, what was the word you used instead of impulsiveness, Mitz? Uh, distractibility. Distractibility. Okay, this one's a little hard because I have two kids. So if I were going to go in there and clean, I probably can't have them with me because that would be a big distraction. They would want to go through all the boxes and climb on the boxes. And so I would have to set that up. I haven't done that yet. And then the delay piece, and this is where I'm like, okay, I still haven't done it and probably won't do it for a couple weeks because the reward is not until Christmas and we're recording this in, you know, beginning of November. And so I truly see myself putting this off for a while still. Because of the Parkinson's law, you have a lot of time and this task, which will probably take a couple hours, is expanding to two months instead of two hours. (laughs) Exactly. Right. And I don't know if I can change the delay right now, except if I give myself like I get to put my Christmas decorations up once because our decorations are in those boxes in that room. Um, So I definitely could create a quicker reward for sure. Um, But that is something that I feel like I am procrastinating on, but it's on my mind and it needs to be done. So for sure. So you know, you know, it's probably going to get done by Christmas. I mean, it has to be or they'll be sleeping on the floor, but you don't have to do it for a couple of months, but you right. would feel better if it were all clean and perfect right now. So I would feel really great about it. So mm-hmm. what's step one? Step one is probably to find a time to get in there. And this is the thing where like, I think I'm just going to have to schedule it because now we're recording on a Sunday. It's not going to be today. And so I probably maybe the goal would be next weekend to schedule two hours to be looking through that, um, not looking through that, going through that and cleaning and organizing in there. I think that's step okay, one. Yeah. I and, agree. and what you're saying right now is to me is you are setting your intention for yeah. next Sunday and you've told me and the uh, millions of listeners. And so <laughs> we're going to hold you Uh-oh. to that. Oh, okay. Oh gosh. Yeah. When this comes out, I'm going to have to post a picture of the clean bedroom. Am I not? We're going to not post this this recording till like after Christmas after Christmas. <laughs> but we do want to I'm see a before kidding. and after. I okay, okay. Oh, that's a good point. I can take it before and after. That'll be a reward too that I get to show off. Yeah. Show and tell. Being a three room. like you are. That's right. I love that. Okay. So listen, procrastination, it's not great for us. It it's okay to read a book now instead of doing something else if you know you'll do it later right? Um, But just putting something off that you know you should do, we've seen is is probably not the healthiest. I agree. It's happened to me many a time. Yeah. So we know that 20% of you out there are procrastinating probably about something right now. Um, But we hope that this gave you a new way of thinking about procrastination and maybe a way to increase your motivation to just get that thing done. You will feel so much better after you do that task. We would love to hear what you're procrastinating about. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram. We are at The Unlikely Mentors. And of course, we would extra love if you would share this show with a friend. Thank you so much for being here today. Have an awesome week. Bye. Thanks for listening.